0: So the Ninth Circuit just refused to hear the Young v. Hawaii open carry case, which was remanded back down to them for reconsideration by the Supreme Court. So let's talk about this. But real quick before we jump into this video, if you agree it's time for the Ninth Circuit and other circuit courts to finally recognize our right to keep and bear arms, go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe. Also, I want to give a shout out to one of the main supporters of this channel, which is USCCA. Through your membership, you get training, education, and self-defense liability protection. So if you carry a firearm, I highly recommend you take a look into USCCA and I'll put a link to them down in the details section. So like I said in the intro, we just received an order from the Ninth Circuit en banc panel in the Young v. Hawaii open carry case. In the order, the Ninth Circuit en banc panel refused to even grant or hear additional briefings in this case in light of the Supreme Court's recent ruling in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin. And instead, they remanded the case back down to the district court, vacated that prior judgment, and completely punted and stalled this case out. In the order, however, there were judges on the en banc panel that wrote a powerful dissent, which berated the other judges on the panel for refusing to deal with this case and to respect the Second Amendment and our rights. Now, for those who don't recall, Young v. Hawaii is a case challenging the state of Hawaii's open carry permit scheme. The state of Hawaii requires a permit for someone to be able to carry a concealed firearm or even to open carry. However, a permit has not been issued to anyone, either open or concealed, for over 20 years in the state of Hawaii. So in practice, the state of Hawaii just simply does not issue permits. Mr. Young challenged the scheme pro se in a Hawaii district court, and his case was ultimately dismissed by that district court. In dismissing his lawsuit, the district court determined that sections 134-9 does not implicate activity protected by the Second Amendment because that amendment establishes only a narrow individual right to keep operable handguns at home for self-defense. Mr. Young then appealed that dismissal up to the Ninth Circuit and it was reviewed by a three-judge panel. The three-judge panel on review reversed the decision of the district court and held that Mr. Young had indeed stated a claim that Hawaii's open carry limitations violated the Second Amendment. That decision was heavily rooted in history and tradition surrounding the Second Amendment, and the three-judge panel there used history and tradition to reach their determination that this law indeed did violate the Second Amendment. That decision was then reheard by an en banc panel in the Ninth Circuit, Ten randomly selected judges, including the chief judge on the Ninth Circuit, made up that en banc panel, which ruled that in their eyes, there is no fundamental right under the Second Amendment to carry a firearm in public either open or concealed. That ruling made it so that the Ninth Circuit's precedent was that you only have a right to have a firearm in your home for self-defense, but there is no right to carry a firearm in public for self-defense. They said that pretty much the Second Amendment only protected a right within the home. Again, something very typical that liberal circuit courts judges and, and courts had ruled in the past prior to Bruin. That decision by the en panel was then elevated to the Supreme Court for review. Young v. Hawaii along with other uh, Second Amendment cases sat in a queue waiting for the Supreme Court to rule in that Bruin decision. The Supreme Court recently did rule in Bruin, finding multiple things that directly voided the rationales used in the Young v. Hawaii case. The Bruin decision expressly stated that under the Second Amendment, you have a right to self-defense outside of the home. So unlike what the Ninth Circuit said in Young, the right is not limited to only within your home. But the Supreme Court went even further and reaffirmed that text as informed by history and tradition is the entire constitutional analysis when it comes to looking at the Second Amendment and various government restrictions on that right. Soon after issuing that Bruin decision, the Supreme Court granted review in the Young case, vacated the decision down below of the Ninth Circuit en banc panel and remanded the case back down to that en banc panel for reconsideration of the case in light of their ruling in Bruin. So the Ninth Circuit was supposed to rehear this case in light of Bruin. However, we just received an order from the Ninth Circuit saying that they will not hear any additional briefings in this case Instead, they're going to vacate the district court's original ruling and remand it back down to the district court judge for reconsideration. In doing so, the en banc panel is refusing to rehear the case and instead are simply going to kick the can down the road as far as they can. However, this stall tactic and refusal to recognize Second Amendment rights and to refuse to recognize the Supreme Court's recent ruling in Bruin did not sit well with all of the judges on that Ninth Circuit en banc panel. In fact, Judge O'Scanlan wrote a scathing dissent which was joined by other judges, uh, Judge Callahan, Ikuda, and R. Nelson. And essentially it said that what the Ninth Circuit en banc panel was doing, the majority who was refusing to hear this case, what they're doing is unconstitutional and that they should be ashamed of themselves. So here's the dissent that was attached to this order. It states, I respectfully dissent from our failure to resolve the straightforward legal issues presented by this case. The Supreme Court has vacated the judgment of the court. And remanded this case to us for further consideration in light of Bruin. But today we declined to give further consideration to the question presented to us and we declined to even deal with it. He stated, this case presents the following question. In light of the Supreme Court's decision in Bruin, does Hawaii's May issue permitting scheme violate the Second Amendment right of a responsible law-abiding citizen to carry a firearm for self-defense outside of the home? So after Bruin, the question before us is simple. Nevertheless, our court today declines to answer it. In refusing to do so, our court delays the resolution of this case, wastes judicial resources, and fails to provide guidance to lower courts of our circuit. As a judge of this court, I feel obliged to offer such guidance, even if the majority of my colleagues do not. He went on to state that, In a Second Amendment case, we must assess whether modern firearms regulations are consistent with the Second Amendment's text and historical understanding. The Three judge panel undertook a thorough textual and historical inquiry the first time that we heard this case, but we need not conduct the same inquiry now because the Supreme Court has already done that for us. After thorough review, the Supreme Court concluded that neither text nor historical precedent support proper cause language restrictions. As with the petitioners in Bruin, Young is an ordinary law-abiding adult citizen and is therefore unequivocally part of the people whom the Second Amendment protects. Because the Constitution presumptively protects Young's right to carry arms in public for self-defense, Hawaii must justify its regulation by demonstrating that it is consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearms' regulations. But Hawaii cannot meet its burden, because as the Supreme Court held in Bruin, there is no such tradition. We are bound now by Bruin, so there is no good reason why we could not issue a narrow, unanimous opinion in this case. The traditional justifications for remand are absent here. The issue before us is purely legal and not one that requires further factual development. The majority does not explain nor can it justify its decision to remand this case to the district court without any guidance. Yet, in the terse order and unwritten opinion, the majority seems to reveal a hidden rule in our circuit. Second Amendment claims are not to be taken seriously. I would prefer to apply the binding decision of the Supreme Court to this case at hand. Instead of remanding without explanation or justification, we should reverse the district court in an opinion holding that Young has stated a claim upon which relief can be granted, that section 134-9 is unconstitutional, and that the case must proceed accordingly in the district court. If we issued such an opinion, we would ensure that Bruin is applied uniformly in our circuit in future cases. And in this case, we would save the parties and the district court the time and expenses of continuing to litigate issues that we could easily resolve here. The parties have waited a decade to resolve this litigation. And Mr. Young has waited over 10 years to exercise his constitutional right to carry a handgun in public for self-defense. Because we opt not to decide this simple case, we force Young to have to wait even longer. And then he concludes the dissent by saying, someday Young will finally be vindicated. Someday our court must issue an opinion that respects the rights enshrined in the second amendment. Until then, I respectfully dissent. So that is a pretty powerful and scathing dissent written by one judge joined by a bunch of other judges on the same panel against all the other judges who are refusing to actually do their job. Even judges on the Ninth Circuit are shocked by the open willingness of their colleagues to defy the Supreme Court and to refuse to recognize a fundamental right to keep and bear arms. So that is what's going on in the Young v. Hawaii open carry case. The case is now heading back down to the district court because the Ninth Circuit en banc panel is refusing to hear this case. Mainly because they know that the logical effect of Bruin is that they would have to strike down that Hawaii law. So that's where this case is at right now. If you have any questions, go ahead and comment down below and I'll try to answer the best of my ability. Also, if you like support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel algorithm. It adds fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that you guys see value in these videos and in this type of two-way news. Again, I want to thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos impacting this channel and helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So again, thank you so much for all of your support. And as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never not forget to with for Built Barm Scholars and this nation will be maintained Barmer Scholars.